Bendigo Cup Day. Really looking forward to it. Wayne Tucker does a wonderful job preparing this track, and he joins us now. Hello to you, Wayne. Welcome to Giddy Up. Thanks, Gareth. Nice to be here. Uh, mate, how's it looking there at Bendigo today? Perfect conditions? Yeah, it's spectacular at the minute. The track's in great order at a good fall. The weather's really nice. Got a top of 21 degrees today with a slight breeze. Um, but, yeah, it should be perfect for racing. We were at Geelong last week. It was a terrible day. Well done to Geelong. It was, like, freezing cold, never stopped raining. But when it's 21 degrees, sun's shining, you got a good four the rails in the truth. For racing fans and racing goers, it doesn't get really any better for your big day, I would imagine, Wayne. Nah, yeah, we're really lucky. Like, I looked at Geelong last week and really felt for them all the work they put in to get weather like that. But... Yeah, we've been really lucky. The wind's a little bit cold, but if that's as bad as it's yeah. going to get, it's um, we're in for a good day. What about the wind conditions? Will it be strong? Will it play any part in the pattern there today at Bendigo? They're sort of moderate winds, and it's okay. going to be almost a headwind in the straight, so it might pay to have a little bit of cover coming around the home turn. Any whispers from the locals or anything, mate? Oh, not that I've heard, but I did see there's a few wins, so hopefully we can get one or two of them home today. All right, mate. You make sure you let us know. Don't get them to yourself. Thanks for that, brother. Have a good day. <laughs> no, no worries, mate. Thank you. Good to catch up there with Wayne Tucker. Does a really good job with that track there at Bendigo. Michael Kent Jr. They will be saddling up along with Mick Price, of course, a chance in today's Bendigo Cup. And he's a shocker with a great Damien Oliver taking the ride over the 2,400 metres. Michael, good morning to you. Morning, Gareth. How are you going? I am well. Geez, I was fascinated. I talked to Mick Price yesterday, but geez, that your cup hopeful. She's a, she, there's not much of her, but she's got a wonderful um, action. She's got a, a big stride on her, 51 kilos in a Melbourne cup. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what she can do um, next Tuesday. Yeah, us too. No, she's like one of those Kenyan runners that just get down yes. there and goes. Yes. Um, and yes. look, we've seen, we've seen over the years, I mean, done deal, extreme choice, they're, they're midgets and, um, you know, exceptional racehorses. So size in itself is no, doesn't mean anything towards their, their ability as long as they've got length and depth and she's got a great stride and a, obviously a big, big engine. So um, we, we bought form and she's got great form and ticks a lot of boxes. She can lay up handy on pace, she'll turn a foot, she stays, she likes all ground. So, um, yeah, and, and, and she's done everything right as, as she needs to because uh, they're trying to achieve something quite extraordinary, you know, buy a horse eight weeks ago and change trainer, change country twice and train out of Werribee for a Melbourne Cup. So um, <laughs> lots, lots can go wrong, but uh, it's, it's all gone good so far. That's Lasoska. She's got some story to tell. She ran $21 with Bet365, and it was it was now, I think, Vorben since this morning's into 350 the, the different work between those two horses, when they stand next to each other, they're doing we, we were there doing some work um, in the parade ring, and you could see your mare and, and then Vorban, who's just a big beast of a, a thoroughbred. And, and the way that he worked, I don't, he, he worked by himself, but he, he went some gallop there yesterday. Yeah, he did. So I think the absurd just sat 10 lengths off, and they yep. did the exact same work, but um, didn't join in at all. And, yeah, they basically, I know they said they went a mile, I think a mix of that they actually went a mile and a half even then home home 600. So, you know, good work. He's a bigger horse. He's a big yeah. bowed horse. He needs more work. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we don't need that much at all. Our, our, our horse is very clean winded. She's been training since January and had four runs. So uh, we just want to get her the race um, happy and free interaction. And, uh, yeah, that, 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 we're very happy with her fitness. It's, 
Everything's, everything's just gone fantastic, so uh, we're delighted. Is this a nice race? Do you think it sets up nicely for He's a Shocker in today's Bendigo Cup fourth up? Uh, very different to last time. Yeah. Uh, but last time they went plus 16 above benchmark <laughs> early, and Damien thought we were a little close to the hot speed. So chase, chase, chase. And I was on the back of also, we went to Sydney first emergency yeah. in the um, $2 million race, and we didn't get a run. So we had to go to Sydney and come back. Uh, which wasn't an ideal prep a week out from a, a hard race in the mind power. So now we come yeah. come back in great a long way. We've drawn a gate finally. Uh, we don't think he likes Caulfield. He seems to lose ground the corner there and then sticks on okay in the straight. So I think the big track, up to a mile and a half, dropping grade, good barrier. Horses thrive since last start. He's put on weight. So um, yeah, I think there's a few positives. Yeah, so Barry for And looking at the tempo here... There doesn't look to be too much pace in a race like this. I know it's a Bendigo Cup. There's been a few horses that have been scratched here, but it does look, as you point out, a bit of a setup for him today, especially from that low gate. Yeah, and all his best runs have been when he lays up handy. Yeah. Um, he laid up handy in a Queen Elizabeth, ran fourth. He laid up handy in a McKinnon. He ran second, was relegated third on protest. Um, laid up handy in the Australian Cup. So he, he's bringing in Group 1 form, and um, we're happy with the horse, and yeah, I'd be hopeful he could run very well. How are your horses heading towards Flemington, Ayrton, and the Damien Oliver? David Tackett's new favourite horse here. He made um, Ayrton his best bet the other day, and he copped a little bit of criticism, but he showed everyone that he is the king, Tackett, so he was right <laughs> with Ayrton. <laughs> God, God bless him. God yeah, that was him. a very rewarding win. Yes. Um, we'll never see him get to the potential. No. Like, he was going to be a group one star, no doubt, uh, you know, early doors, but, you know, had, he was in hospital for three months, and... Um, that doesn't mean he can't knock off these sort of lesser group races like he did first up. And I must say, he's taken a lot of confidence out of that win. He's really going well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I see there's about 18 paid up. So uh, it'll be a much stronger race than last time. Man will need to improve again, but we think he has. Can South of Houston win again, this deep field man? Yeah, a little bit deep end. She's off a, a low yes. benchmark rating straight into a group three on Derby Day, but she won down the straight last time. She's improved. She's a gorgeous style of, of mare, and uh, her trials have been very good. So, you know, I think um, the fact she likes the straight, uh, you know, gives her an advantage, and um, she's just going really well. So if we could run a drum for the owners on Derby Day, well, we're going to black type her. She's a half to a group one horse in Bamber, and um, that would make her a valuable, valuable mare. But she, she's going really well, so... Without seeing the field, I think she's definitely a place champ. We don't know the ceiling of a warmonger, but he takes on some nice horses in a carbine club stakes, you would imagine, over the mile for OTI racing. Yeah. Um, so we're going to wait for uh, Melbourne Cup Day. Okay. The 800 three-year-old, um, which will suit him better. I think it'll be a slightly lesser grade of race. And, um, yeah, he won very well. He, he was sort of deep and wide and cornered badly at Mornington, but won by a massive margin. Mm-hmm. He's down, and um, yeah, Damien Lane sticks on Tuesday, uh, and that'll be a, a nice race for him. What's your best over the next couple of days, Michael, before Derby Day? Uh, the next couple of days. You got some, you're going. Um, we, have, oh, we haven't. Got, uh, we haven't got a whole heap. To no. The next few days, no. We've got yeah, we've got a few nice ones next week. Um, yeah. Looking forward to an extreme choice for the debuting in okay. the Ottawa on Oaks Day. Um, Called Tessa's Choice. She's trolled up very well. Yes. Um, yeah, so we've got a handful of runners and 
hopefully uh, a win or two during Cup Week. Well, you enjoy Cup Week on and off the track. We wish you the best of luck and we thank you for your time as always, Michael. And go and get them with He's a Shocker today in the Bendigo Cup. Thank you very much. Thanks, Michael. He's a star, Michael Kent Jr. Chris Lees, his team's on fire at the moment. Um, the superstar trainer from Newcastle. And he's got a big chance at an each-way prize in the Bendigo Cup. And uh, he joins us now. G'day, Chris. Thanks for your time, mate. Yeah, morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you. Stable's going great guns at the moment. Oh, yeah, well, we've got good numbers. And, um, yeah, a couple are going all right at the moment. So hopefully we can continue through the spring. Can Loonsies win the Bendigo Cup today? He certainly can. Look, he, he probably doesn't win out of turn, but he rarely runs a bad race either. He's... Um, Certainly weighted up to his best, and he'll need a, a good ride from Blake from from a, a bit of a tricky gate. But quite pleased with how he's progressed out of his two return runs, and he's travelled down in good order. And uh, just needs a bit of luck. Does he look like he's looking now for the twenty four hundred metres third up? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, the ca- the Cameron come up quite strong this year. Yeah, they were a bit sharp for him, and he, and he was he was good at his most recent run in the. In the Rose Hill Cup, and he's come on the right way. So I, I think he'll he'll run well. What do you do with him after this? Um, we'll consider the Queen Elizabeth, or he may even come back to Newcastle for a race on Hunter Day. Yep. All right then. So he's a he's got Beeshin aboard as well. He's just flying at the moment. You have got a couple of nice chances there at uh, in Sydney today on the Kenzo track. Now Dean Watling gave Tavi time a really good push. Are you happy with Tavi time? Yeah, he's had an extended break. Um, He's had three trials, and he's a really nice horse. We thought he'd progress through to better company in the autumn. Uh, he had an enforced layoff to come back well. Wouldn't want it any shorter than the 1,400, but he, I expect him to sprint well fresh. Yeah, and so he, he'll go very close in your eyes. Is he a good player there at $4? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Kensington's a track. You've just got to watch it throughout the day. At this stage, it looks a nice draw inside gate. Um, but if it starts to cut out, they start to get get a little wide. But um, no, he, he seems to be coming up well. Uh, the other horse didn't have a great deal of luck um, on his return run. He, he's trained on well, so he could he could show up also at, at good odds. Beautiful, in, in you've got, yeah. So he's a good price. He was first up there the other day at Newcastle. He's about he's about twelve dollars with bet three six five with Timmy Clark aboard. You've got some nice chances in Brisbane as well. What would be your best for the day, Chris? Ah, uh, I'll say Tavi time. Uh, I think he's probably a horse with a fair bit of upside and, and Luncey's each way. All right, then. And how's Cleveland? Can he win a Melbourne Cup, mate, after his performance in the Mooney Valley Cup? Well, we're really pleased with how, how he raced in the Mooney Valley Cup. and He's come through it in really good order. So um, really happy with the horse. I suppose, you know, different grade now going to a Melbourne Cup, but I think he'll put himself very well. And can you win an Eagle with Reseda? Um. I don't think so, but uh, it's such a good prize money on offer. Um, we'll certainly give her an opportunity. Yeah, it is a ripper race. $10 million, $5 million jumps in if you win. It's not a bad day. Um, not a bad day's work if you can get the job done. And barrier 15 might not be a bad barrier with 20 horses in. Your thoughts there oh, look, at Rose Hill? Without really pulling the brace apart, um, looking at the barrier draw last night, we'll, we'll ride it conservative, ride it, ride it to be strong late, give her a chance to run into some nice money. All right, mate. Thanks very much for your time and good luck over the next couple of days. Thank you, Gav. There's uh, Chris Lee's team going great guns at the moment. Jerome Hunter, I was looking forward to catching up with Jerome because Rich Fortune is definitely one of our horses here on Giddy Up. We've loved Rich Fortune 
basically from the outset, and she's been a really good horse to us. And Jerome joins us now. G'day, Jerome. Thanks for your time. Hey, Gareth. Um, how how's the stable going, mate? I know that you haven't had a runner, or you, you didn't have a runner for a few months because a virus ripped through your stable. Um, are you over that? I guess you're over that all now. So, what's your expectations with your mare first up, then today? Oh, look, I think um, she was actually out spelling when I had the, had the virus go through the stable. Yep. So, um, she came back in really well, and she's, what she's done in her trials is, you know, it's, it's made me pretty confident for today, anyway. Yeah, she should just, you imagine at her best that she'll be mighty hard to beat, mate. Oh, that's it. You know, we had the option between um, Flemington Saturday or Bendigo today, and I just felt, um, you know, I, I'd rather have a, an easier run. Um, and if she didn't win today, she was never going to win on Saturday. Yeah, and do you expect her to win today from what you've seen at home? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, it's easier said than done. But, um, look, she hasn't, she hasn't put a foot wrong. Her trials have been very strong, um, and you know she she looks bigger and stronger. So, yeah, going into it, you know, I couldn't be more happy with the horse. And hats off to you, mate. It must have been a brave decision to pull up stumps and get through this virus. Most other stables would push through, but you decided to put the horses first, and and um, and hopefully, I guess that can pay dividends later on this spring. Well, yeah, I, I just had to, you know. Yeah. I, I could tell just something wasn't right. Um, I took three horses to sale, and they were all favourites. And you know, it was, it was a miserable day. And I, I just went, nah, I'm just pulling up stumps because you know you're taking bloods all the time, and and they're um, it's shown they got viruses, and then they haven't, and then they have. So I just went, nah, it's better off. We just um, start again, put the ones all out, and you know. It, the stable didn't miss a beat. We had a lot of two-year-olds in. We trialled quite a few horses while we were out, um, not racing. So, yeah, we've been pretty busy in the meantime. You could prove to everybody that you can have a bit of a break and um, still do other... Others, yeah. other. You can get other stuff done as well while you have that break because you haven't had a runner since, what, the 20th of July this year. So you're a little bit nervous going to the races. So how are you feeling, mate? Yeah. I, I had to um, I had to get out the uh, GPS. I, I didn't know where Bendigo was. <laughs> well, mate, I, I can't wait to see this this mare back um, at the races and just getting the confirmation from yourself. You're one of the best, and especially the best first up trainers in the land. So that'll do me, mate. What about tomorrow there at um, Kite? And you got a couple of I think it's at Kite and tomorrow you got a couple of chances. Uh, Kilm- oh, Kilmore, Kilmore, sorry, Rich Street and Lady Tino. Your thoughts there? Yeah, look, they've both tried well. Um, they're no champions. They're certainly no, not in the Rich Fortune um, League, but um, hopefully they'll go well. Um, Lady Tino, she had she had two wins, the first two starts, but mind you, it was a bit off-season. They were easy, easy races, and it's only going to get harder for her. Um, but, yeah, I'd be going there saying that um, they're definitely each-way chances. All right, mate, thanks for your time and good luck today with Rich Fortune. Rob Hindges, the CEO of the Benigo Turf Club, joins us here on Giddy Up. Rob, thanks very much for your time. Um, looking forward to today. And what's the weather conditions like there at Bendigo? They tell me you couldn't really get a better day. You, you could not get a better day, Gareth. I think we've been 
uh, blessed, but to be fair, we were probably due yes. as well after a couple of dodgy ones along the way. So, no, we've got a great day out here today, Gareth. And we were at Geelong last week, and we had a lot of fun on track there for, for Giddy Up and um, also our afternoon team. And there was a lot of people that, like Geelong, it's a public holiday. Or oh, they get a choice to think from a public holiday. They can take Geelong Cup Day or, or Melbourne Cup Day off. But as a lot of the, the local businesses support the Geelong Turf Club, but it was cold and miserable throughout the day. It never stopped raining. Um, but they still got out there to support their local cup. It's um, living in Bendigo for a few years. It's it's such a big day for the local community as well. Yeah, it is. And I think like Geelong's a great example. Luke and the team have done a, a, a cracking job down there. Um, and so it builds and builds. And for us, I mean, there's a lot of history here in Bendigo as well. Gareth, 1868 since the first cup. Um, so, you know, it's something that we... Um, know is important to the fabric of the community like country racing is um, and we're you know uh, really confident we can continue to build on that for the next hundred years yeah I think so today should be a good should be a good day and how many people are you expecting there today I uh, would would want six thousand plus out here yep. today um, so I mean that's our our market for the, uh, for the day bear in mind that we had a washout last year, and so probably half the crowd here, and then two years with no crowds through COVID. So um, pre-sales were really strong, um, and with weather like this, there's kind of no excuse. We've got the public holiday here too, Gareth, so okay, you know, yeah, um, get down here. Well, yeah, um, we'll be there next year. Don't worry about yeah. that. Miles Fitzner, I think, was last night. He was at a Calcutta, and I think he caught up with you. So he said, Gareth, you got to make yeah. sure you get there next year. So we'll see what we can do. No, Miles did a great job. The Calcutta was fantastic. The the boys at the hotel put a great Calcutta together and it, it just helps the game build a bit of momentum and yep. interest and energy in the day. So it went super. Any whispers at that Calcutta, mate? Any whispers from the local trainers? I know Shane Fleener. In fact, Shane Fleener is a great Mallee boy. I, I've got a feeling, and he always has a winner on, on Cup Day at Bendigo, or he, he gets close anyway. That horse, if he's in the last race... Um, shouldn't be 50 to 1. No, and I, I mean, it's the former horse of the year here. Yeah. Um, if it can get back to its form of 12, 18 months ago, it's a, it's not a bad $50 pop. I know, I mean, uh, last night, Miles was very, very keen on interpretation in the cup. Um, mm. He was giving that a good push along. Um, so I think, yeah, look, it's a good day. We'd love to see a smattering of locals win. Toby Lake's got a couple in. Yes. Des Gleeson, Matt Enright's got a cup runner. Um, Arthur Pace has got Colesridge in race six, which tends to, he, he always places his horses pretty well here at Bendigo. Um, so look, it's a good day. We've got a good um, smattering of local horses through the day. I'm just listening to Jerome Hunter. I think Jimmy's a star's a good thing. They're tipping him like he's unbeatable today, the camp, um, the former Kiwi. And, and listening yep. to Jerome Hunter, great to see him back at the races. He hasn't had a runner since the middle of July, but he's um, rich enough mares, well above average. And if he says that she's ready to go in rich fortune, she'll be winning today, I think. So there you go, race six, number two. I think we can play them with some confidence, hopefully. All right. We'll put that in the book. All right then, brother. <laughs> Thanks for that, Rob. Good luck, hey, mate. And um, well done. Thanks, Gareth. He's a Thanks good man. A lot.
There's Rob Hines, just the CEO of uh, the Bendigo Racing Club, and it's their big day today, and they do a wonderful job. It's a great, as Rob pointed out, and that's what I love to hear from a CEO. He, he he's taking responsibility in a way and a lot of pride that the Bendigo Cup and the 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 city of Bendigo have had a great history with thoroughbred racing. And um, he's looking forward to making sure that continues on for another 100 years.